Hi this is Chip Kelly, of the internet. And it's the end of 2015, a great year for comics, and before we start off 2016, let the, human people, of Top 5 Comics Podcast, help you, with a year-end review. Good luck, you bastards. Welcome to Top 5 Comics, people talking about comics, pop culture, and events. Today will be the year in review for 2015, and with us right now we have the ghost of Jacob Marley, Ross. Hi. To try to save our souls, we have the ghost of Christmas past, Craig. Is that guy still on this show? We also have the ghost of Christmas present with Steve. I really wanted to be the other ghost, the one that looks like the devil. <sighs> That's right. And we also have the ghost of Christmas future, Rob. Who doesn't? He doesn't talk. He doesn't say anything. <laughs> he's the ghost of Christmas future. He just kind of points and stuff. He has a pretty metal shriek. It means metal like a guitar, Rob. Right. Metal, metal like guitar. That's what's announced. Yeah, you're right. That's all right. We'll let you talk anyway, regardless, because that's how things are supposed to work. And the screeching of the guitar only drives away pterodactyls, according to uh, Kiss. Everybody knows that, Steve. Everybody knows that's that. True. Everybody knows all right. that. Well, that's good. Uh, so today we're doing episode, uh, 69? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. That's what, the, this is the one we been waiting for, because that's the magic number. Ross, you go to hell. <laughs> I didn't say anything. No, you're shaking your head, and I can see it. These people can't see it. Ah. <laughs> uh. So today we're doing year in review. Uh, not quite as in if you were here for last year's review. Uh, this one's a little more toned down, so uh, more top five comic comic runs, and we'll go over uh, some other reviews from the internet, uh, so we can try to tell you why they're wrong. Do we have any news today, Ross? In the dog pile. Damn it! <laughs> Not really. I've been seeing some kind of cool action figures and stuff for Batman v Superman, but that's about all I know. I'm pretty sure, like last week, we got a list of uh, the next like four Star Wars movies, which most of us already knew what those were. But the next one's supposed to be that Rebel One, and that's followed by Star Wars Episode Eight, and then I guess the working title is Young Han Solo. And then episode nine, and then after that, maybe Boba Fett. Hmm. Then he's supposed crazy. to be shooting us with a movie every single year from now till like the end of time. That's crazy. They're gonna burn everyone out on Star Wars. Land before time, buddy. Land before time. <laughs> All I'm saying is, Shayla, get your stuff together. Young Indiana Jones, young Harrison Ford, young Han Solo. That's got a point there. It'll piss Harrison off more than anything else in the world. We might get him back from the dead then. Could be, could be Spike, Indiana Jones' son, and he could be the young Aaron Han Solo. Hey. But not if you're a psychopath. Not it's not going to work. 
-hmm. It wouldn't be the first thing he plagiarized, so this would be right up his thing. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking plagiarizing young Han Solo. I don't necessarily <laughs> think that's the same thing, portraying <laughs> versus play because young Han Solo hasn't been done yet, so. Same so, thing, right? No, different. No? It's different. I mean, he is crazy. So that last, well, it's I mean, been a long time since we got an email from that dude. So he's 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 crazy. I, he's normally probably crazy. I mean, most actors, most actors probably are. Honestly, he, he yeah. hasn't sent you an email lately asking not, you to share his, you know, your space with him. No, not since uh, not since Cycle or Cycle Cycle. Yes, the third. I think the third installment of his. Uh, but he was so graphic honored. novels. Oh well, I and I appreciate the man was polite about it. So I think I owe him twenty bucks. Actually, mm -hmm. I tried to email him about it. He didn't care. It's because it's crazy. Mm. Anyway, uh, just rein it in. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right, you right. hear that, Shia? Come on, come on over. He's we owe come, you twenty bucks. He's gonna come down and kill me for his twenty bucks. <laughs> he liked the paper boys in that one movie. You know, not even doing, necessary uh, to do that. But well, no, because I'll pay. I'll anyway. pay him. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so Ross, you don't have anything else? But they got new. We saw some pictures for the new Aquaman action figure from uh, Batman vs Superman. That's what I said. Saw and some it looks cool like it looks, does the new Aquaman look good? He looks about what I expected him to look like. Questionable. Hmm. He, he looks he, questionable. He, he looks like Jason Momoa. No, no, he looks questionable. Mm. Does he look like they repainted a Drogo figure? No. Oh, kind of, a little <laughs> Well, the pop vinyl does, sort of, with different hair. Why does he look questionable? I, I guess I haven't seen this picture. Well, his face, it's not, it's in the face. The body, whatever. Oh, in, in the face in, of the, the figure? The face of the figure. Oh, you're talking about the figure. The action figure, not the okay. pop vinyl. Okay. The pop vinyl very well I, could be a repainted Drago. I thought you were just talking about how he looked in the movie in general. No. In the uh, movie, so, he looks as, fine. As, uh, like, he looks like he's always looked. Like a, like a badass, awesome dude? Pretty much. All right, then. Yeah, I, 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 unfortunately, no matter how good the Aquaman series is, it is still not penetrated people's brains yet that... You know, Aquaman is a great character and should be taken seriously. I think that after after this movie, you're gonna have people being like uh, people saying that they always thought that he could be good and stuff like that. Oh yeah, the amount of Superman logo shirts on guys that don't have any clue what a comic book is or know how to read yeah. will be replaced. Well, not totally replaced, but we'll have the Aquaman shirt hanging next to it in the closet. Yeah, yeah hopefully so. Right next to their Batman belt. <laughs> yeah, Not it's utility cool. belt, but logo belt. It's cool for people to like them, but I'm sure we're going to get the... They finally made Aquaman good, even though Aquaman's been good for a really, really long time. At least three years, Ross. Yeah, and I would even say before that, but I know I'm the minority there. Now you're questionable, mister. <laughs> Well, that's not totally true. There was some good stuff back in the back in the nineties. Oh, yeah. He was a ground baking character, actually. Blackest Night and Brightest Day were both Hell pretty yeah. awesome too. Yeah. Well, yeah, DC uses a lot of interesting characters as their actual groundbreak characters. I mean, you know, we wouldn't even see the modern age of DC without the Flash, but that's a whole other discussion. Yeah. Very true. Look up Aquaman first. There's a whole list of them. Mm-hmm. Not just, like, appearance-wise, but, like, things that happen in his books. Mm. Anyway, um, well, I guess we'll call that it for news. Good job, 2016. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. 15. Well, that was the end of... Now we're in 16. They've oh, already, they okay. opened up slow. 
Gotcha, I see it. I opened up recalling uh, calling it in on 2016. Not entirely. I mean, there were pictures of Benedict Cumberbatch that came out like three weeks ago. Was looking like Doctor Strange, and they look awesome. Oh, yeah, there's official pictures of that now. Yeah, I forgot all not the that. weird ones from the set that were like him in a hood. <laughs> anyway, there weren't you pictures you could see anything. Yeah. Uh, now we've had the Entertainment Weekly cover, yes, I think. The, yeah. the actual production photos mm-hmm. look impressive. And there's a lot of films that look better than they initially started to look. You know, uh, 2016 ought to be huge for Marvel in the comic world, hopefully. At least from what we've seen start out. All right, well, that's enough of that. Blah, blah, blah. So, uh, Ross, do we want to start with, uh, year number five for the uh, year 2015? Or do you want to, uh, tear down some folks that don't know what they're doing? Just to let you know, there will be spoilers. Um, well. Let's go and, let's go and run the, what list do you have over there? You have a list for, who is it? IGM? Oh, I had IGM. Yeah, let me pull it up again. We know what Steve's favorite gift is. Hate? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not totally true. <laughs> but I, I do like it wrapped in a box. IGN's <laughs> list is probably the best of the lists we So we do them last? They, they are pretty. They're pretty decent. <laughs> uh, so, well, man. So let's just do... Uh, well, I've got Vulture over here. So let's go ahead and do Vulture. And then we'll move forward with some other lists. And again, I mean, keep in mind, folks, everything is perspective and personal choice, I guess, in life. But if you're looking for a list of books because you don't know what to do or what to get, eh, ultimately, you might want to go to your comic book shop and ask your retailer, like, hey, what are the people reading? Or I like insert answer here, and they can try to help you. Yeah, the Internet doesn't seem to be a smart choice. For well, they're not really your friends. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the Rooney rule and... We'll what? talk about that later. Are you telling later. me anonymous posts by angry people are <laughs> not uh, helpful to finding something I like? That's not totally true. I mean, sometimes you might find something that's interesting. But it <laughs> might also lead you down a dark alley, off your bowl of cereal that's full of rat poison and eye drops, and And then shoot good your luck. mom and dad and force you to become a costume vigilante? No, because that's what people want. Oh. <laughs> Some people. No, they won't like you then, because you're a superhero. So. Oh, right, that's true. Mm. Okay, good point. Okay, enough of that nonsense. So, uh, we'll start with their number five, as I roll backwards their list, because, you know, they, they don't like the build-up so much. We're so professional. Right? That's what I like about our show. <laughs> Who is that? And the rabbit trails. Oh, man. And ours aren't too bad compared to others. <laughs> no, that depends on who you ask. So, uh, according to Vulture, uh, their number five came in at The Spire, which uh, The Spire is from... Uh, just Stokey, uh, or Stokely, he was, he worked on Six Gun Gorilla, and it's not a bad book. Um, company putting it out, God, well, I think it's, was it Boom? I think it's Boom. Not a bad book, but top five? Eh, I don't think so. Yeah. And, and Stokely's an awesome artist, but, eh, Six Gun Gorilla, better. Yeah, that's true, yeah. If you're putting his work, if you're, if you're putting Six-Gun Gorilla versus Spire, I think, yeah, Six-Gun Gorilla wins for sure. Spire really feels like um, a much smaller production comic. Like, this feels like this should be somebody's first or second book, not somebody who's been doing this for a long time. And I, I don't know if I'd really put it as high as it as it's been rated. Right. Well, Cy is a good writer. Uh, so it's not like the team working on it's bad, and it's not that the book's bad, because it's not. But top five? Yeah, no. 
Uh, they're number four, Giant Days. Uh, Giant Days, okay, also decent series. Um, I want to say it comes out from Boom. Uh, art style's a little more fun. It's, uh, I don't know, I guess, I don't know if it's meant to gear towards a younger crowd or not, because this content's not, like, childish. Um, no, they're set in uh, college days, if I remember right. Right. Uh, a group of uh, three uh, three girls in college and uh, and their weird adventures, misadventures. Right. Yeah, and like in, I, is Jason Allison or a, no John Allison working on it along with uh, Lisa Trill, Trillman Trillman? I think it's Trillman. And they're both, I mean, they're both decent, they're both good. I mean, the art's fine, the story's fun. Top five? Yeah. yeah I liked it. I liked it's it. fun, but uh, of all the books in circulation? Eh, no. Yeah. I, I give you the top, maybe top 15, because it is a really good book. And it, I think it's overlooked because of the company it's coming out from. But I could easily see it turn into an animated series, I could see it turn into a movie. I could even see it turn into a TV show. But as far as, like... Top five listings? Yeah, don't think so. Um, so number three comes in at Secret Wars, and I mean Secret Wars has been good. The yeah. art is pretty good. It's a pretty big event over at Marvel, and it's reshaping a lot of things. Outcome from it? Eh, don't know if I like that so much yet, but we're still a book away. I mean, Jonathan Hickman, who I think has been building, he easily has been building to Infinity from the beginning of Avengers. This trails on after that, and I don't know if it was originally part of the plan or not, but the dude's a great writer. So, top five, yeah, I'd say fits in there. And the book's big enough, and is not disappointing like other books with the same concept that came out around the same time. Talking about DC over there, Ross. You shake your head. These people can't hear you shake your head. <laughs> He's agreeing. Anyway, um, so that one I can't really argue with. Uh, within top five, sure. Um, number two, The Fade Out. Which is Ed Brubaker and uh, Sean Phillips, and the two two of them have making made a lot of crime noir stuff. Uh, they did uh, um, Incognito, which was good. Came out from Icon, um, not the same style story. This one's a lot more glamour Hollywood style, um, so more maybe more detective-y, But they've been doing these same books for a while, so it, it's not. I don't feel like it's anything like reinventing the wheel. It's good. Top five good. Yeah. Don't know about that. I mean, they, they. What was the other one they did? Torso. Torso is really good too. Granted, is is a while back. We're talking about current this year. I guess because this is the thing they put out this year. That's why they select them in the top five. Eh, don't know about that. Okay, I don't think they're bad. I think they're both. They're both awesome artists, awesome writer. I say maybe even the top ten, maybe lower half. Make him a jerk. And then their number one was The Wicked and the Vine, uh, Image Comics. Uh, this is Karen Gillan and uh, Jamie McKelvey. Art up until maybe whatever the most recent issue was, last two issues, has been good. Last two issues, different artists, yeah, bad. Yeah, it's kind of, a lot of times an artist can make and break a series. Depending on what fan reaction is going to be with this artist, I guess we'll really see what people were coming to the book for. But, uh, I don't know, it seemed like it had a lot of promise, I just don't think it went anywhere. So I don't know, you know, why you would get rated that high, I guess. Interesting concepts, I mean, we're dealing with different gods from different realities and reincarnation and interesting ideas, yeah. Uh, number one? Uh, yeah, no. 
And that's not to speak to the people's talents, because the people's talents are fantastic. I mean, we reviewed number one on the show, and I, I loved it, you hated it. I think everybody else was in the middle. So it's not like the series is bad, because it's not. But top five? Yeah, I don't think so. But it is worth it to a read and worth it to check out, especially if you like that style of, uh, that style of book dealing with, uh, mixed religion and mixed gods and that kind of thing. It's, it, it is really good. Um, granted, like, like I said, the artist and new couple issues, questionable. Anyway, uh, so Venture not completely off, I don't think. I mean, as far as opinions and choices, yeah, there's different reasoning for different things and, Again, we can't always be right, but at the same time, if you're talking about your top five choices for people to read, a couple of those are questionable. And, like, I'm not just reading comics to read comics. I think I knew one book on that whole list of things you just read. Like, right. And, and, I mean, maybe it's being Rob... I don't know. I'll, I'll give you, being that we're in the store, we see a lot of everything. Mm. And I, between the two of us, we read almost everything on the racks, almost. Mm. Granted, there are books out there that are just not my flavor of tea. Mm. Uh, Crossed, which are beloved Barry, who's also not here this evening, is, uh, well, you know. He's a huge fan of he'll, he'll tell you all about that. All right. Not my, not my bag. I just meant in general. I mean, I, not that I'm the general consumer, but. I knew one of those books total. Right. Point taken. Um, so, uh, Ross, let's go ahead and do, uh, let's run through our number fives. We'll start on your side of the room. Ross, uh, what will your number five be for, uh, 2015? Uh, my number five is kind of, it's number five because it just started, and it's probably more going to be a 2016 book than a 2015 book, but I chose the Batman Ninja Turtles crossover that just came out in the first issue. Right, the miniseries? Yeah, it's about... I have another crossover on my list, but that's one of the best crossovers I've read in a long time, and I read a lot of crossovers. I'll read crossovers just for the sake of them being crossovers, so... That's true. And but yeah, that was is really well done. The Ninja Turtles are portrayed right. The villains are portrayed right, and Batman's portrayed right. It's really good. Art's pretty good on that one too, actually. Yeah, and I think it'll just keep up. So right, like you said, I mean, only one of them's come out, so like most the majority of it's going to come out this next this this current year, 2016. But mm. the first one did hit 15, so mm-hmm. good on you. Yeah. Uh, that's the only reason why it's number five, too. Right. I think if we had the whole series, it'd probably be up a little bit higher, <laughs> even, so. Oh, man. All right. Uh, Craig? I'll give uh, Sandman Overture a number five spot. It came out in the uh, compilation. Okay. Uh, um, I'll give you that, because it's been dragging on for four years. Squeaked, by, uh, squeaked in. Uh, just barely, man. Come on. Barely. It's still good. Though. It's still a good book, and the art is fantastic. So yeah. there's no there's no disputing that really. It's just the, the delivery of it. Oh God, come it, on! It, it could have been a little faster, I suppose. Right. By by a little, I mean, you know, a lot faster. <laughs> but uh, maybe not two a year would be kind of nice. Mm, All right. It's just a thought. Yeah, it's just a, it's a suggestion. Uh, put that in your box, DC. Um, Rob, I guess we can go. We can go with books that didn't start this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm I'm going with Wayward. I I think that's still been a fantastic story. I've really enjoyed it a lot. It's um, set in it's set in Japan, dealing with a uh, kind of a foreign exchange student uh, girl. And I I know we've done a review of the book before, but 
still really powerful story, and I love all the extra tidbits that you get at the end of the book. Uh, it's one of the very few that I read all that stuff. You know. Right. So for five, you know, I would give you Nellbiter because Nellbiter's been really. I really liked it. It is a horror story. Um, and I'll give you like maybe eleven, eleven to twelve drag for a second. But as far as stories are concerned, in general, it's been good. Is it monumental? No, that's why it's five. But I think everybody that's read it for the most part that I've, I, that I know or have come through the store and talked about it, enjoy it. So I give you, I give you, I give you nail biter. And again, like our lists are completely different too. So yeah. So it's not like they're everybody's wrong on the internet, but there's some that are subject. Well, it'd be one thing too if they were said these are our favorites, but all of them are like these are the best of right, which is not the same thing. Yeah. Uh, should we move on to fours, Ross? Yeah, my number four is Justice League, which obviously didn't start this year, and and I think it's kind of slowed down a little bit this year from what it has in the past, but it still is just a really really good book with great art and good writing and good characters and. I'm not gonna lie, the Dark Side War right now is amazing mm-hmm. and it's usually what they would do they would they would save this for their big event and i'm really surprised it's not actually i'm glad it isn't because it's it's nice to have a really big story that that just is it's just a story yeah, yeah you, you're i not, agree it's not it's not the ferris wheel you know you can just go and enjoy it instead mm-hmm. of having to worry about picking up a thousand books to, to yeah get that it is really nice that they've condensed it all into that one yeah, the the downside is it really highlights how the timeline is is off. Yeah, in, in DC now. Oh yeah, because all those main Justice League characters are totally different in their own stories right yeah. now. So, but, but oh my gosh, it is such a great book. Yeah, and the regular artist is really good, but I'm really really happy right now because they have Francis Manipool as their guest artist for the last couple issues of Dark Side War. It's he did really a few good. of the uh, one shots, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. The one shots have been great too, actually. Like the only one I think I haven't read is the uh, is the Lux Luthor one. Yeah, and the others like the Flash one's great, the Shazam one's good, the Batman one's awesome. Yeah, so Superman one's good too. So as far as like weird one shots, I I can't say they're definitely necessary, but they're good. Yeah, so, the, and that's and that's what Rob was saying. That's kind of nice is that they did make these kind of little one-shot issues off of it, but you don't need to read them to know what's going on in the main right. story. Agreed. Uh, Mr. Craig, what do you have for number four? Uh, the Transformers Holiday Special. Transformers Holiday Special. Yes. Coming in at the bottom line. Four. <laughs> Literally two weeks ago. For uh, Thundercracker and Buster Save Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, I can't. I can't. It's, it's oddly specific. All right, like <laughs> oddly specific. That's okay. Good job. And the other stories too, but we, <laughs> we uh, get to see uh, Thundercracker's bad screenplay in action, and it distills the entire essence of Christmas into one story. <laughs> and you know what? The other important thing is is mm. a lot of these franchise books. They get totally overlooked because people go, oh, well, it's, it's Transformers. You can't be doing anything original in that book. To tell you the truth, some of these titles are fantastic, and people mm-hmm. are just looking over them because they're, they're used to them being in cartoon, and so, oh, it can't be 
important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's kind of the whole. That's kind of the beauty of comics, is that you can take something that maybe even marginalized and really make something great out of it and expand the whole universe. So, I mean, those people who are not checking out Transformers, you might actually be missing something, even if you only have a little bit of love for them. Yeah, that's a good that's point. True. Same thing with a, like, a few, few of the other books from IDW. I mean, Samurai Jack and um, G.I. Joe, the G.I. Joe Cobra. Like, there's a lot of stuff happening in there that are not reinventing the wheel because they're characters you know, but at the same time, the stories are great and stuff that you don't know because they're not from those shows. Yeah. Like, He-Man is another great example. He-Man oh, yeah. and Master of the Universe, people do not believe when I tell them that that book is, is so good, but it, it has been, and it's mm-hmm. continued to be really good. But he's He-Man, and people have a hard time getting that out of their head. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Rob, number four. You know what? I'm going to say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is also an- another one of those franchise books that I think a lot of people have a hard time thinking of anything more than than what it was when we grew up. They've been knocking these stories out of the park. They've actually done a great job of things. They've changed really key elements of their own stories. And they're they're a legitly fun book to read. They've actually done a great job of it. They don't come up with um, too far outside the park ideas. And they've lived with the decisions they've made for the most part. So... I'll say uh, I haven't been reading it uh, every issue by any means, but I picked up a couple of that, a couple of issues, and every one I read I liked. It wasn't ever anything that I didn't like in any of them. So yeah, they've done they've done a tremendous job so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll give you that. Like um, as far as uh, as far as the book's concerned, actually, that's my number four also because yeah, it's okay. it story wise, it's really sound. Art in general has been really good. There's a few issues in the middle that are kind of not bad, but they're not as good as the previous. And like as far as issue things happening, man, number forty five is crazy. Number fifty is freaking crazy. It's just it. There's so many different stones they've turned, and the thing that's really cool is it's like they took a blender and mixed everything from the eighties forward together, and just picked the parts that were the best parts and turned it into this awesome series. I mean, City Falls. It was like volume three freaking awesome um the whole donatello thing awesome mm. so unexpected and crazy mm. uh, but yeah i would give it number four also i like that they still have eastman and mixed up in it and as far as like a franchise is concerned something that was supposed to be like i believe originally it was advertised as a five-part miniseries and this part we're like issue what 40 or issue 50 already mm. like how is that somebody started is like not gonna go anywhere kind of one off for the anniversary that is just rocking it, awesome. Um, so yeah, I would give you turtles. Uh, it was a good, 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 good option. Uh, do we want to move forward to three, or do we want to go through one more list from the internet? Rob, uh, you got a list from the internet. I know what Steve likes. List from the internet because I'm a jerk. <laughs> uh, this is only sometimes, not always. This is comic book resources list. Uh, number five. The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, written by Rhea North and art by Erica Henderson. Um, according to what they're saying on here, this book will prove that Squirrel Girl has to be taken seriously as a flagship character of the Marvel Universe. <laughs> it hurts inside a little bit. Uh, also that there have been people who were crying for years for a Squirrel Girl book. 
I will give you that. Squirrel Girl is fantastic. She's a really cool character, a really cool concept. For being like a weird one-off kind of thing, how she's not more popular than Deadpool, no idea. Oh, wait, the current book kind of kills it. I know that's really harsh. The stories are fine. The art's just super questionable. And at this point, it's a whole bunch of flag-waving. How is this a top-five book? I mean, we've got four in the store. We have four middle school girls that love it. And that's cool. And the stories, like I said, the stories are not bad. If you read the first volume, good. The stories are fun. Uh, They're funny. It's the mix of everything else together, and I know I've said it before in different episodes, so I'm sure you guys are in people at the store. I'm sure I've talked trash for no reason to, but, man, it's like you took a character that you had an opportunity to blow it up, and then you shoe-hunter like you did She-Hulk and killed it. It's still going on somehow, but I think it's going on because of that whole Rooney rule thing. It's just... Yeah, I think it's kind of crazy that it's on these lists, but I think that once it's kind of popularity goes away is so well it it's not going to be a lasting thing yeah as soon as the trend ends that'll be the end of it mm. and i mean honestly there was a lot of people that were excited for this book until it came out um and i i don't think it should ever be rated this high as as a book goes is it is it good yeah, it's good is is it i i don't think it's top five out of everything that's coming out in the universe of comics I don't. I don't think it's even top ten, to tell you the truth. Um, but I, the, the thing I was getting out of that uh, people have been calling for years. It, it says, well, some people, you know, it, it's almost a joke that they even did it. Which I mean, Squirrel Girl kind of is. That's the whole idea. She was kind of a joke character. Um, the downside for for Squirrel Girl is that she is now also in the New Avengers, and is portrayed so much better. She she looks better. She's funnier. Her personality works better for the story. I don't have any idea what you know the direction for the Squirrel Girl series is, but it's I don't think it's heading the right way. But you know I I definitely wouldn't have put it at a top. Five. I, I wouldn't put it in the top 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 five or ten like you said. I think once again I think if this was like this author saying that these were his or hers top five favorite books. Then yeah, you can have whatever you oh, want sure. and like it there. But to claim that something is one of the best books out of whatever is right. coming out, yeah, is... these are the hand down the ten best books. If you're not reading these, you guys are idiots. Yeah, uh, you know, you know. They got it for number three. Uh, actually, number four. Oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> that, was, that was just the bottom of the list. Yeah. I'm already lost. Go on. Uh, the next one is actually Star Wars with Jason Aaron's. Um, an art by John Cassidy, Simon oh, Cassidy, yeah. uh, Simon Beecham, Stir and Munis, Mike Delbato, Delbato. So, I mean, they've, they've included everybody who's pretty much done some of the work for the series. I totally get this book being up that high. It's, it's sad because I don't think Marvel's done better than Dark Horse ever did, but they're really, really good. They're a fantastic place for people to come in. They feel like the movies, the way that they've got them working with their counterpart books, I think is fantastic. It showcases all the main characters, and I don't feel like it has that fear that they can't do new things with the characters that that may have existed in some of the other books that came out using them. Right. And they're uh, working in the stuff that worked with the prequels, too. Yes. Not the stuff that didn't. 
True. But, uh, yeah, it's been a solid series. Yeah, I, I give them that. I think what's working really good for them is that they're tying everything to something, too. Yeah. Like, Dark Horse had some really, really good Star Wars books throughout the years, but I think part of part of their problem was they got just so spread out with everything. It's part of their problem, and it's part of what was cool about it, too, is that you got, you got crazy Star Wars books that were completely out there that people liked and were good, but weren't necessarily tied to anything right. else. Right. A little diluted, but <laughs> I guess in their thing it worked that... Uh, they might have uh, ten Star Wars titles, but you know, uh, their chances are that uh, you'd have uh, one or two titles that you'd like at a time was pretty high. And I just not yeah, not that it's a bad thing. I just think that that's part of the strength of the Marvel series right now is that they're all kind of going in one direction. That they're they're kind of like all near the yeah. same time period. Yeah. Okay. Right. I get what you're saying. I'd uh, lump that in with uh, the Darth Vader. So Star Wars Darth Vader would be. Both books, both books are are, are are very very good, and I, I'd say they belong in, in in anybody's top five at this point. I mean, as far as artists, writers, I mean, Jason Aaron has been killing it for a while over at Marvel. I mean, even back when he was over when he was doing Vertigo with Scalped, I mean, good books. He's a good writer, looked very good. His Avengers vs X Men was awesome. Uh, his Thor, God of Thunder, his She Thor, the recurrent Thor, awesome. So the guy, guy's a really good writer, and mm. I mean this book shines. I think part of the reason is because of where well, Dark Horse started at first, making making this series between the two books back when Brian uh, Wood was writing it, and Brian Wood's good stuff was good too. Mm. I just think that Dark Horse didn't have the same pop that Marvel has because it's Marvel, mm. and I think that that's got to be part of it, especially with the new movies. Mm. But as far as like a story is concerned. That Brian Wood run, if you haven't checked it out, is freaking awesome. Does it fit in the new stuff? Eh, no. But as far as the series is concerned, it's fantastic. And Aaron's stuff's been great, too. So, yeah, it makes sense to me being on top five list. That's part of one of the big things about these Star Wars books right now, too, is that they're the very first Star Wars books in the new canon. New quote-unquote canon? Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's a good point. Never underestimate the power of the mouse side. <laughs> That's <laughs> sad truth. Sad truth. But even as far as that goes, I think we're gonna find as as new canning gets bigger that they're kind of gonna pull the Batman in New Fifty Two thing, and there are things that are like, oh, well, it's not really, but it kind of was still. And well, we've we've already seen him pick some of the old Dark Horse stuff to reprint in trades. Mm. So there's pieces of it that are coming into the fold. I'd be real happy if we saw Legacy pick up in there because Star Wars Legacy was great, and it was so many generations down the road, it could fit still. Mm. So I, I guess we'll see if any of that stuff happens. But as far as like books were concerned, current Star Wars is is fantastic. It's yep. really good. Uh, what do we have for the number three now, Rob? Number three is March Book Two, uh, written by John Lewis and Andrew. Aiden, I know I probably still said that wrong. Art by Nate Powell. Um, it's hard to say this isn't like a political choice. Um, it is a poignant one, and possibly very poignant for this year with all the civil rights. Uh, I don't want to say hella blue, but like, there's there's a lot of let's force and make this an issue again with, with civil rights, especially earlier yeah. in the year before. Now we're all afraid of terrorists, you know. 
Well, uh, yeah, that's true. There's a lot of college campus nonsense about safe rooms and make mm. everybody feel good about things. Well, we used to have segregation. Is that what you guys want again? Because that seems stupid. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Well, I want to feel safe in a room. Well, uh, okay, go home. That's there you go. Easy answer. So I, you know, again, I, I, I granted, I have not read March. Yeah. So what I know about is very little from the previews and what little bit's been said on online from other reviews. So it might be fantastic, but um, yeah, not a top five book for me. I, I feel like this is a story that probably has to resonate with the reader quite a lot. Um, I, it was a, it was a very important piece when it came out because I, if I remember right, it was. Uh, connected greatly with one of the people that was actually a big part of the march and it was a big deal of him coming in and telling this story again so i mean it's a, it's not a story somebody just kind of pulled out it's actually a story that's based on reality but once again i mean like i i guess it depends on what you use this list for if this was your own personal list then yeah you put it as high as you want yeah. um i as as a best of of 2015 i don't know i don't know if i'd put it in there but it it is it is what it is, and it can be a very powerful story to particular readers. Sure. Uh, what do you got for number two? Number two is Miss Marvel, uh, written by G. William Wilson, with art by Andrea Alfina, Takashi Miyamoto, Meizuoya, Meizuoya, Elam. Bankad, Bankad, sorry, I know I probably killed half those names. Take that name. (laughs) Um, I'm sorry if I read your name wrong. Um, Miss Marvel has, is is another one of those ones, I can't say that she's quietly been a great, great book, because I think there was a lot of hype put on Miss Marvel. But she kind of delivers, she actually does what they intended her to do. She could have been a very, very flat character, and that's exactly what I expected with the way that they build her. They made such a big deal of, of her ethnicity and, oh, how groundbreaking we are. Oh, my gosh, we did something that nobody else is doing in the world. Well, I, Marvel has, has quietly done that for a long time, and I think they would have done better had they just kind of quietly done it. I don't know. I don't think anybody would have come to the book at all. I really don't. Without the weird hype around it, the character herself, interesting costume, okay. New girl superhero, okay. Without the ethnicity thing, I don't think that it would have got any following. Not the size following it currently has. The mm. book is fun. Mm. Top five list, I wouldn't say it's a must read, but it is fun. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm. Well, I, I feel like it feels different than a lot of other books out there. You could kind of draw the parallel between her and Spider-Man. But I feel like she's she's different, and I I think they've captured a really great angle of of this character, and I think she feels very unique. And I'm glad to see them using her now in in other uh, big titles like the All New All Different and showing up in Nova. But um, she she could be a great character that's going to continue on and on. You know, yeah, I like her. She's more of a nerd. It's not uh, you know on a soapbox about anything. Yeah, she's. She's Muslim. She uh, believes in Allah, and uh, that's important in part to her. But 
she loves hot dogs and she loves Warcraft and all that stuff, and she uh, wants to be the good kind of good kind of superhero. She's a superhero nerd. She doesn't want to be uh, be grim and uh, you know mopey all the time. I, I think people probably should take note at how she they're uses doing. Uses her brain to get out of problems. So I think they should take note of how they're doing Miss Marvel compared to how they're doing Captain Marvel. Miss Marvel actually feels like a unique character that's going on her own. Captain Marvel feels way more ham-fisted than she ever should be because she's a fantastic character. I was going to say they should uh, take notes and uh, apply that to, you know, Batgirl or some of their other guys, uh, some of their other characters. That's a good idea. Mm. That's well, a good idea. They they could use some help. Mm. Someone's got to save that poor Batgirl. <laughs> got to. <laughs> got to. All right, who do they have for uh, number one? Number one. Oh, we're at number one already. Yeah. I can hardly wait, Ross. <laughs> Could be awesome. You never know. Uh, it's going to be Saga with Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples. Okay. I can't uh, disagree with it beyond the list. No. no. It definitely should be in the talk of a top five comic, I, I think. If nothing else... Just for the the fact that it's it's a non big two book that people really do come in every month for and are really on top of picking it up and getting the book. Um, myself, I don't know. I, the saga I think has more hype than substance, but that's that's me. There's plenty of people who really really enjoy this title. I, I don't know if I'd say number one, but that's just me. <laughs> Right. I don't disagree with it being on the list, but I, I don't know if I'd rank it at one. I mean, Brian K. Vaughn is a great writer. Fiona Staples is an awesome artist. I'm, to be said again, I mean, I think some of some of the storyline just in general is, I think, shock value for the sake of shock value. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's definitely issues that are that way. But it's not like shock value Garth Enos style. Not that Garth's a bad writer. Don't take it that way. But a lot of the stuff he did, like in The Boys, was very shock value for the sake of shock value. This has pieces like that too. As far as books are concerned, it's it's definitely popular. It definitely has a huge following. Definitely worth a read. But if you're new to things, eh, I'm not sure I start you there. If you've been reading stuff for a while and you're like, I want something different, like a space adventure with Lord of the Rings, then I say, Hey, I got the perfect book for you. But if you come in, and you're like, Hey, what's good? I'm new to reading comic books. What should I read? I'm not going to direct you to the saga. Just because it's, I wouldn't say that's the first place to jump. But as far as the rest of it, man, it's it really is good. It's it's awesome. It's a good story. It belongs on a top five list. So that one I can't tell them wrong. Number one, eh, I don't know. I don't know. But who who, who does really, Ross? Ross, you want to tell me a story about your number three? Is that where we're at? Yeah, my number three is definitely not on anyone's top five Uh lists at all. All right, throw it down the stairs. It's my second crossover on the list, and it is Archie versus Predator. Oh, man. (laughs) And it's more more or less just because it was such a crazy story, and they wrote the Archie characters, like, perfect. Like, they still acted just like when you're a kid and you read Archie. 
but then you just have predators show up and most crazy violence ever. <laughs> and then on top of that, he does wreck it pretty good. Yeah, yeah, like he straight up rips the spine out of Archie characters that you're like, man, I grew up reading that person. And but on top of that, you also had really cool backup. Like they were almost always only a single page in the back. Oh right, but they had the other cool things, dark horse. Yeah. <laughs> Archie crossovers in the back. Like, the very first one was Hellboy and Sabrina. And it was Hellboy and, like, new-styled Sabrina. So, like, the afterlife with Archie, kind of Sabrina horror, is just way cool. But the, the whole the whole series was really good. And, and if you like funny things and you like horror things, I would highly recommend it. Mm. And it's important to understand that it's not like afterlife with Archie. No, um, it, it's not changing the characters and updating them and, and putting them in a horror environment. It is really this is this yeah, is Archie, this classic is Ar- Archie. Yeah, you know? it's Archie Digest, just happens to have a predator in it. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes crazy things happen to kids in Riverdale. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes a predator shows up. Sometimes <laughs> zombies show up. Well, that's it's a different been a while thing. Since the zombies yeah. have shown up, though. Well, yeah, print-wise, which is unfortunate. Well, and that's that's what Rob was saying here is that the afterlife the with Archie thing. is a totally different thing. Yeah, it's right. also awesome, but it's awesome in a whole different different way. reasons. Yeah. yeah. Well, like we, afterlife with Archie was more like Archie if it was in the wor- real world, but also had supernatural stuff going on in it. And zombies. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Predator versus Ar- versus Archie is like a cartoon version of Predator hyper-violent but in Archie's saccharine little world yeah oops I found a knife I wonder what this will do oh my god perfect (laughs) I just killed somebody oh well sometimes people gotta die yeah uh so Craig your number we're on three still right three number three Craig number three oh wow Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel, yeah. I'm going to go with that. All right. That's a solid three, I think. For mission reasons. We, we talked, talked about, about it. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. We'll go with that. I, I still good. stand on it. All right. Uh, Rob? Um, I, I really want to actually give it to Nova. Uh, I, I think people are not picking up the book because they know traditionally Nova has not been one of those great characters. Ever since they switched over to Sam Alexander, don't get me wrong, I want Ryan Reynolds. I, yes, Ryan I want Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds to come Ryan back and, and be and be Nova. Doesn't everybody? Everybody yes. wants Ryan Reynolds for everything. And I want him with a computer-generated suit. Sorry, Ryan. Uh-huh. No, I, uh, <laughs> I I want Rich Ryder to come back. But Sam Alexander in the story of Nova has been fantastic, and it's continued to be fantastic with different artists and different writers coming in. They've actually made that world so much more rich. And now that he's going off and is being a part, once again, of, of the Avengers, his story's actually even getting better in his solo book. It's totally unique read. It's unfortunate that people are not gravitating more to that book because it's actually great. Yeah, I agree with that. It's a good book, no doubt. So, see, we're still number three, right? Yep, mm-hmm. number three. Oh, man. You know, I'd, I'd have my number three, I think, the Harley Quinn. Because That's it's it's yeah. it's fun every month, and I'll give you you count all the side stories. There is an awful lot of Harley Quinn. Yeah. there really is. There's an awful lot coming out, so that that's kind of an overkill. But in general, 
Chad Harden's art, I mean, even the few books that he hasn't done, I mean, Chad is awesome. He's fantastic. The dude's actually a really cool guy, too. And so is Amanda, so is Jimmy. It's like the whole team they have built over there that are the regular team are all awesome people, too. So mm-hmm. that helps, I think. But as far as, like, a book's concerned, his art is great. Amanda's covers are great. Uh, both Jimmy and Amanda are awesome writers. They're both really, like I said, they're both really cool people. And I'll give you, it's episodical, some of it. But at the same time, they're just fun books. Every issue, I'm like, this is awesome, and this is why it's awesome. So, I, I give it my three spot because it's, I think it's great. Harley Quinn is an incredibly unique character in DC, mostly because she was not created to be who she is now. Like Deadpool, Harley Quinn, I think, is a complete accident. I don't think you can make characters like this. Mm-hmm. They come out and they just resonate with the right people. And then they take on this incredible life of their own. Um, Harley Quinn, I think, was probably the biggest concern for fans uh, that did did cosplay, that were casual fans, of the New 52. Um, I remember I I was losing my mind with New 52. I I didn't know know, whether this was the end of D.C. or what. Um, And when we went to San Diego, California, there was a huge uproar about the new look of Harley Quinn and how that was going to change things and how people had already hated her because of this new change. Now that series is out, not only has that all been forgotten, she's it's become a whole new thing. It's totally taken on this entirely new life. So we still have the people that really love previous universe Harley Quinn, but I think there's even more fans of her now. And I think she's evolved so much as a character. She she really doesn't have to be connected to the Joker any longer when you talk about Harley Quinn. Right, she's no longer one of the Stooges. It just happens to be pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, but the book well, itself... I don't think she's been that for a while anyway. No, it depends on what you read. In, in the New 52, definitely not. But, um, yeah, it's it's been it's been a great ride with her, and that book has been really, really well done. All the way through. I don't feel like there's ever a time that I've come to Harley Quinn that I've just been like, eh, that's, that's good. <laughs> it, it's, it's always been super solid, and it's always been very funny. So. Yeah, that's yep. good. Um, so let's see, we're on numbers two? Number two. Number two. All right, Ross, number two, hit it up. Okay, so my number two is cheating a lot. Is but that the name of the book? No. No, no. Number two for me is... Star Wars, but like all of the Marvel Star Wars stuff that's been going on right now. Uh, in particularly, I would say the regular Star Wars series and Darth Vader and the Shattered Empire miniseries that just came out with Princess Leia as a like close fourth in there and Lando. <laughs> but anyway, main, main Star, main Star Wars and Darth Vader have both been really awesome. Um, they portray their characters really, really good. Like you can just, picture the actors acting out their parts. Darth Vader has added in some really, really good characters with uh, Dr. Aphra and oh, yeah, yeah. Triple his, Zero his, and his, BT-1. His new uh, team <laughs> yeah. characters? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I like the evil 3PO and <laughs> oh, yeah. his uh, Asian fangirl. Yep. And he had the awesome moment where the first time, well... Darth Vader and Star Wars have always been kind of following the same story, but that moment when Darth Vader finds out Luke was his son and breaks the glass on the whole 
And it happened in both the books, too, and you saw from... Yeah, it was really cool. You'd see it in Star Wars, but uh, the Darth Vader one expanded on it and made it... Oh, so Mm -hmm. much more. And the great thing is that they've they've worked well separate. Mm -hmm. So you don't actually have to be getting all of Star Wars to enjoy what's going on with Vader. You don't have to get all of Vader to enjoy what's going on with Star Wars. So I mean, I, there was a lot of fear, I guess, over the uh, Vader Down mini that people would have to pick up both these books to k- kind of get the whole story. But you know, they've been so close all this time. I will say that Vader Down, you do kind of have to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you do. It's mm-hmm. one part of the story, and then the next part. But up until that point, you yeah. could you could just totally get one and not have to worry about getting another. But if you got both, you got this really cool picture of both sides of the. Yeah, it just expanded what your your view of everything, pretty much. Well, I think a lot of the people that were afraid of it were like, oh, well, I'll have to jump into Star Wars at 12. Or, oh, i got to jump into Vader at 12. I won't know what's going on. Well, you know, if you've been reading the series, you know exactly what's been going on. Yeah. You just don't know it from that side of the mirror. And that's what I... If you, if you were going to pick up one and you didn't know, like, what to get, I would say if you're a, a, more of a fan of, like, Han Solo and Luke and Leia, get the regular Star Wars one. But if you want to see more of like what was going on with Darth Vader behind the scenes, and have some cool new characters, Darth Vader is the way to go. So, right, it's a, it's a good two good two choice, Ross. Mm. So both Vader and and Star Wars for number two, Ross. I don't know if that came out of my mouth right, but yeah, that's with what a, that's with a bunch of others there shortly right behind two them. for two, two for two. <laughs> All right, uh, Mr. Craig. Oh, well, I already cheaped out with Miss Marvel. Right. And uh, uh, Ross took a good one. I'm going to go with uh, Planets, the Omnibus. It just came out. Uh, oh, man, okay. Again. But uh, all right, the, uh, all right. art is top-notch, and I'll always recommend uh, Planets. It's kind of a hardish sci-fi series. All right. All right. Also, it'll teach you uh, good life lessons and whatnot. Very philosophical. <laughs> Craig always trying to preach to the masses. Yeah. All right, uh, Rob. All right. You know what? I got. I got to go. Secret Wars. Secret Wars has actually been been fantastic. I loved all of the side books. I I I gotta say it's it's got to be up there pretty high. It's been one of the ones I've really been looking forward to, and I try to get to it as soon as I can in my pile. So. I'd, I'd say it's probably one of the best ones of the year. Yeah, and like we talked about earlier, I mean, Hickman's an awesome writer, so... Mm. And series-wise, it's been put together really well. Yeah, I'm always... Sh- I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a little shaky on Hickman, but I, I've really enjoyed what he's done. So, you know, I, I can't fault it this time. <laughs> right. All right. Let's see, for number two... Not that, that came out of my mouth, right? Again. For the second <laughs> in my list of five... God. Man. Always a rooster all the time. <laughs> um, uh, I go with Robin, um, son of Batman. Current series, it, it, it re- basically replaced Batman Robin. But as far as stories were concerned, like it's it's been great. I mean, I, and I I we talk about Pat kind of a lot on the show because he's awesome. He's a really great guy. Uh, as far as a person in general, he's 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 awesome. But artist, fantastic storyteller, also fantastic. Uh, Robin has a lot of heart to it. Like, the way the story weaves, the way the story is told. I mean, if you've listened to any of our episodes and that have had any of that on there, then you know we, how most of us feel about this series anyway. But yeah, I, I would give it a number two spot just because it's it's so... 
every issue I'm like, man, this is awesome. Like it ends, and I'm like, oh, awesome. So I don't know. I, it's that's just great. It's good. Good number two choice. Right. Okay. Uh, so we're down to number ones now, right? Yep. So uh, do we have another list from the internet that we that we thought was deemable? I think Ross got one. Yeah, I've got IGN's. Okay. Best series. IGN had like all kinds of lists. So this is is the best ongoing series okay. this year. Um, and you know I thought they had it five to one, but they really just have a list of five, so there's not really any ranking in there. If they have numbers in front of them, I consider it a rank. They don't even have numbers in front of them. Mother. I guess <laughs> read the list, Ross. Okay, so the first one they say is Batman. Which... Okay. Ooh, they're plugging at Steve's heart That's true. already. All right. And, uh, so after Batman, we have Saga. Okay. And then we have Star Wars Darth Vader. Okay. And then we have the Omega Men, which I thought was on some of our other lists. but that... It is, but usually the, most of those were ten lists, and it was within the top ten. Oh, least, yeah. Both of them actually had it within the top ten. And the same question when I saw it on the list, I, I said, is it still going? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And still Rob going? told me three times that it's still going. <laughs> I, think, I don't believe him. I, you know, I think, that, not that it was a bad story. I read, I think, the first issue of it. But I think that this is one that someone saw it on someone else's top ten list and was like, oh, that's one that we have to put on ours because it's such a not-known yeah. thing. Well, this will throw everybody through yeah, the loop. Who yeah. will pick the Omega Men? I, honestly, I, I I talked up a lot of people about Omega Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I gave it probably the first first I think eight issues to really turn around and and do well. And I the way I think it was written is it is written in a way that you have to get the first five to get any story. And I think that's the worst way to do a comic. <laughs> Uh, I, I know there's a lot of people who have a hard time reading comics because they can't stand cliffhangers, but you got to be able to do a book that brings people back. And the only time I really felt like I need to come back was issue one at the very end where Kyle makes the Omega symbol into the Green Lantern symbol. And if they had done anything with that, it may have made the series a little bit better for me. But I mean, it just—it just felt like it was dragging, and it was a drag to read. So I don't know how it managed to get. I wonder. High rating. I wonder if that's why it's all of a sudden on all these lists is because uh, did the trade come out for it? it I'm sure it has. Yeah, so I, be, I bet the trade came out, and then people read them all together. Yeah, and it, it, it became a big thing. It might have a better feel when it's read all together. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a lot of people for the Batman Robin series with Batman Two Face. That just hated it. Mm-hmm. I read it all together in one go. I loved it. I thought it was a fantastic yeah, I liked read. It too. But you know, I, there is a difference in how it feels. And when you write a story, hoping that people are going to pick up all five to get it, you know, it can make it can make things a little rough. So I mean, I, I, that's probably what has happened. Is some is a, the the book pulls itself out when you read it five in a shot instead of mm-hmm. issue to issue. Yep. Maybe. I, I still don't believe it's still going, so there's that. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I, I think you're full of it. I think Curtis liked this one, actually, if I remember He started right. and liked the art, and the art was good, 
and like uh, Kurt Kurt started it. We we all I think we all read the first yeah. couple issues actually. Yeah. And it, it wasn't bad, but it just didn't feel like it went anywhere. And like the cliffhanger with Kyle was awesome. Mm. But at this point, I can tell you, people are getting in the store. Zero. Mm. And we started with I think nine, which mm. is good for us because we're not like a huge store because we're not. I mean, the biggest book we order is like twenty four copies of. Bat- oh, no, that's not true. The biggest thing we order is Star Wars right now. We get 28 issues of it, so it's the top seller in our store. We don't sell out of it, but it's the highest book we order. So nine mm. people getting it, it's a pretty good number mm. for us. Mm. If we were a bigger store, a bigger city, it'd be different. But at this point, all nine have dwindled to none. So, yep. like I said again, are you sure it's still going? Yeah. <sighs> anyway, their their last one is Thor. Okay. I'm assuming we're talking about Jason Aaron's Thor. Yeah. Okay. That's a good choice, too. Yeah. So their, their list's not bad. It's, it's a pretty good list. No, it's pretty good. Yeah. I think most, most of those I'd recommend to somebody. Yeah. yeah they're good, good choices. I, I know it's a it's a bit confusing for, like, a new reader coming into Thor, but, I mean, that's just how life is. You know, you've yeah. you got to change books sometimes, you know. But that Thor has been really well done yeah and, and i feel like there's going to be major consequences i mean i i assume that at some point the odin son will become thor again but he'll never be the same well things we've seen in other books are, are definitely that's gonna happen so we're just gonna have two thors which should be double the fun right awesome. awesome it'd be like when we had two batman that was really that cool. was pretty awesome yeah very true all right let's go through our number ones and then we'll i don't know do something with the high five or something. <laughs> All right, uh, Ross, number one. Well, it's a good thing we had a break in between your number two and my number one. All right. Because my number one is Robin, Son of Batman. Oh, man. And, yeah, well, like Steve said, it just has tons of heart and is like, I said it before when we've reviewed individual issues, but it was like you took Robin and put him in, like, an Indiana Jones-type situation, basically. You took him out of Gotham, where it was, like, all more realistic and... Gave him this fantasy dragon creature and assassin oh, yeah. t- of sidekick <laughs> and like, yeah, and it was funny and the art was awesome and yeah, just great book. And I think this is a this is a great like point that kind of illustrates where where Robinson of Batman I think is on the right track, mm-hmm. and then we can even use the Unbeatable Squirrel Girl on how she's not. I think mm-hmm. when we go to Robinson of Batman, he's very much in his own story. Mm. He's having a lot of things that wouldn't fit into a regular Batman story, mm. but it never leaves the world of Batman. Yeah. Like, when you're reading that book, you don't think, how is this going to fit in ever? Yeah, even as crazy as it is, it still, yeah, yeah, fits in perfectly. Where, when we go to Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, when we do that story, it doesn't even feel like it's in the Marvel Universe. Mm. It feels like this should be some side publication that some fan made. Mm. Because there's things that just will not ever fit. Mm. And it's just, you know, I, I think that's like the big thing where you're, what makes that book work so well is that it doesn't take you out of your entire universe to tell this one story. Yeah. Whereas I think that's where the big failing for me is with Squirrel Girl, is that it, it doesn't feel like it even should exist mm. because of the way they're doing the story. And one of the one of my favorite things about Robin, Son of Batman, is that they introduce you to a whole bunch of new characters, but two in particular that have really stood out, and you want to see what's going to happen with them. And they're really only in this book, but the second nobody, 
right and goliath are both, both awesome characters yeah. that pat made and yeah they're great i highly recommend that book to anyone oh, yeah that's pretty good uh craig oh gundam origin gundam origin all right the last uh two were uh released this year and now i have no idea what to look forward to <laughs> That is a sad way to look at life, my friend. That's a sad way to look at life. I'll, I'll give you the format they're coming out in. Not normal for most comic readers to come out in a uh, hardbound edition. Um, but as far as page count and art, I mean, the, the books look great. And Rob, you're reading those too, aren't you? Yeah, currently? I have, yeah. I have been reading. And the Kent Kurtz reading them now too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, good books. Excellent, just as planned. Damn it! Well, people don't realize, um, and a lot of that's because they got spoiled here. We got Gundam W, and that's the one that I think a lot of people who are anime fans or otakus or whatever come to and think is Gundam. What they don't realize is that is like the most childish version of Gundam that you can get. Gundam is is not supposed to be this impossible, unbeatable machine with a half-baked war plan to just to show off how awesome these suits are. Gundam is yeah, a. That's just how it's evolved. <laughs> Gundam has has actually a really well crafted story, where we're seeing all sides of the, of the war of the conflict that goes out. Gundam was just meant to be a very well crafted suit, but the more important part of the Gundam story really is the conflict and that there's no bad guy. War is the bad guy. Right. You know. Yeah, and that stuff's been. I mean, the series itself. I mean, Gundam started in the seventies, man. I think so it was actually the sixties. Very possible. I don't. I don't have a date, but I know that the stuff we got was early seventies stuff. Back when it was back when Hiroki was bringing it over from Japan when he was living up here, hmm. and like that stuff. Fan, the art was fantastic. Uh, stories were great. But yeah, like you said, W, a much different place in time. Yeah. W's Gundam Wing, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Different, different place in time. Which are, there's nothing wrong with Gundam Wing. No. It's just, it's not a great example of what Gundam is. Yeah. Right. And so, I've, I've actually heard that Gundam Wing is the best one to start in for people that haven't ever had any experience with it at all. It's easy to digest. <laughs> That's probably why it's been said that. It, five, it's five uh, pretty boys and robots. <laughs> it's kind of like... Um, I hate to use this example because I mean, it's, it's blasphemy. Okay, so it's like the Star Wars situation. Mm. There is younger people out there who actually prefer one, two, and three, two, four, five, and six, oh, because God will have to destroy you. <laughs> because one, two, and three have a more modern feel to the storytelling, gotcha. and I think it's a very similar idea with Gundam Wing. Mm. Gundam Wing is a much more poppy, um, flashy story. And it's not, it's not as drawn out. Whereas if you actually go back to the original Gundam, which is a little tough, mm-hmm. um, it's it drags at times mm-hmm. because of the way that we told that story and the time that that story was coming out. I see. Um, honestly, I think if if you want to become a fan of the the real Gundam, just Gundam, mm-hmm. uh, I'd go with Gundam Stardust eighty eight. I think it is Stardust Memories. I'll have to look up the title for that before we're done. But that was a really modern take on it. 
Mm-hmm. It's not the beginning of the conflict, but it gets you a really great kind of chunk with with um, up to date animation and a story that I think feels a little bit faster and a little bit fresher. Gotcha. All right. Cool. Uh, Rob, uh, your number one. Um, my number one is actually Birthright. I think that that's been a fantastic story. Blew me away. It was a book that I originally was not interested in even looking at because fantasy in comic form doesn't tend to work out so great. But this book is even more than fantasy, and it's creating a really unique world all to itself. And it's a story where a hero is not necessarily a hero, and they've kept it up. They're unapologetic about who he is and what he's going to be. Uh, great artwork, great storytelling so far. I've really, really been happy with that story. Yeah, it's been very good. Same, uh, Joshua Williams, same writer for Nailbiter. Mm-hmm. Same, same writer, yeah. He's he's really coming to his own this last two years. Like he, He's been around for a minute, but I mean, he's written stuff for Marvel, written stuff for DC. He did a batch of the holiday specials back when they were still doing those before New 52. Random, nice. random pieces of them um, for DC. Uh, he did the uh, Red Skull um, Secret Wars storyline. He's got a new one that's getting ready to come out. Um, gosh, I was just talking to somebody about it today, and now I can't remember what it was called. Shoot. Uh, coming out for Marvel to deal with the Haunted Mansion. So the next oh, Disney crazy. book that they're putting out. And the artist on that, I look him up to, and I don't remember his name, but the art was fantastic. I don't remember his name at all, though, which is unfortunate. But, uh, yeah, Joshua Williams again, so the same... Same guy from Nailbiter, Birthright, is also getting lucky enough to deal with the Haunted Mansion for Disney slash Marvel, which is awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. He's really come into his own the last two years, I think, as a writer, just in general. Cause he's awesome. Uh, the title for that for that Gundam, sorry, it's oh, yeah. uh, Gundam 0083, Stardust Memories. Okay. It's a small series, but... It you know if if you if you wind up watching that and you love it you're gonna be hooked on Gundam forever you know nice. it's actually really really well done I think all right uh, so I'm left with number one right yep man see that's that's a hard position to be into because I book wise there's a lot of good stuff and a lot it's of stuff I read that's awesome for a hard man that's mm-hmm. true that's a very good point. <laughs> I only give one hard answer, then I guess that that's gonna be Batman, like really? regular Batman. I know, <laughs> I, I I'm a slave to oh, the I'm a no. slave to the Bat, dude. Oh. I can't help it. <laughs> Shock. It's been fantastic since New Fifty Two started. It was good before that, man. Detective Comics when he was writing it. I mean, Scott Snyder. I'll give you. There are pieces that piss me off to no end. Yeah. But the fact that it pisses me off to no end, and I like lay awake thinking, he... what the hell is he doing? Yeah. Uh. Obviously means something. It's because, yeah, he makes you care so much about the right. whole thing. Even when it's like things you hate, yeah. you can't get away from that's it. That's very true. Yeah, yeah that's a, it's a good point. You know, really, the only time that you fail in, in comics and art is when people don't care. Mm-hmm. And if you're mad as, as heck, then they did a good job because you care, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. It, it's kind of like when people complain, oh, Spider-Man's too whiny. And it's like, well... Then they've succeeded because he's not a real person. If you yeah. if you got a personality out of him, a personality that you may even be irritated by, they did a good job. Yeah, right. But but yeah, Batman, 
a fantastic character and it's been written so well. It's it's going to be really hard to follow if he decides to leave the book ever. Well, I mean, at some point, the man will go on to other things, I'm sure, and Cavalier will probably, probably go on to other things also. I mean, both of them are fantastic. Art, art-wise, I mean, even you know, books of Jacques worked on it. Like, There's been fantastic people that filled in, too. So as far as, like, art and story is concerned, Batman hasn't, even, even like I was saying, even stuff that pisses me off to no end is still fantastic. That's what I... I like about that Batman and Justice League is that even when you get a guest artist on it, it's not like uh, they got went, got someone less. It's right. like they got someone that's just totally different but is equally it as good. And, yeah, yeah. And it's not like, oh, my God, this issue failed. F for the U part. Yeah. And it failed. It's not the case. It just doesn't. Yeah. It, it's not, I've never, never felt that way about it. This Batman almost made my list. And I wasn't really thinking before Gordon Batman, but I guess we did have before Gordon Batman this year too. We did a little but, bit. But uh, I I really liked how Gordon Batman how they started tying Batman Beyond ideas into. Oh the, yeah, like other books are affected by it too. Yeah, like even if the whole thing turns out to be a, a nightmare in Bruce's head from issue thirty five when he's shot in the face and then wakes up in the Batcave in issue thirty six, I think those are the right numbers. I guess don't kill me if they're wrong, or do whatever. <laughs> I'm still okay with it because it's been so good. Yeah, you yeah. know, like I, it's just been good. And if if it is like that, that that reminds me of that uh, the animated series episode where Batgirl gets the oh, right. poison gas and yeah, yeah. Well, awesome story. Even though it didn't really have any consequence no, on any. Well, yeah, because yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, no, same 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 idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, themes themes similar to that are in the current well. Arkham Knight game. Oh, yeah, it's so, the same like, thing, yep. Yeah, I can easily see that be the case. The one where uh, Scarecrow gets a hold of Batman and puts him in his own fantasy world so he can be happy, so he can leave <laughs> leave him alone. That, was that one, too. No, no, that was that was also a serious story. It's a very similar storyline to this one, yeah. if that's the case. That's mm. only only bump I've ever that I've seen in any of his writing that makes me question what the hell he's doing. Mm. And that might not that might not mad. be the case too. So. Right, exactly. That's the thing. It's still good regardless. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I would give the current Batman. I think anybody that likes comics with heroes at all would like the current Batman. Mm-hmm. It's just written really well, and it, it's been thoroughly entertaining. And like I've said a million times in our three years of doing this friggin' show, he tells you stories about Batman when he was his past, and you don't automatically call BS because mm-hmm. they fit. And they make sense. So, good on you, Scott, even though you piss me off sometimes. So, yeah. So now that we've each given, like, our list, yes. if, what if we had five that were, like, no matter who you were, you just wanted to read a comic, what would they be? Man, just five in general? Ross, do you have a list in your head already? I already have a couple I'm, I've thought of. Well, I think Batman is definitely one. How about instead of doing books to watch this time around, we'll do... Books you should try to read. Does that work? Uh, yeah. Okay. I just went as a group. Like, what What do you guys... As a group? Yeah. yeah. Do we get to pick one each? Because there's... Well, there's, there's four of there's us. There's four of us. So I just figured we'd we'll discuss have a it. Okay. Then... Uh, man, I see Batman, dude. That's like, what I was talking about just a second ago. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. Ross? I, I'd say Batman, and then I'd say... Uh, Star Star Wars, like I was saying earlier, either the regular one or Darth Vader. I right. I can choose... 
and then regular Justice League. Is... Yeah, regular Justice League also. Like it, yeah, it should have made my list, but there was only five options. So, yeah. uh, Craig. No, uh, I try to go off the beaten path a bit, so I choose Gundam. I choose uh, planets. I choose Star Wars. If they're a little more. So the consensus winds up being Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars is definitely <laughs> there. Good job, Craig. Well, yeah, yeah. Rob, you can't deny Star Wars. Um, I I'd agree with all those. I'd say Batman, Justice League, Star Wars. Um, I've been really taken with Earth Two Society. I wanted to put it on there, but I don't know if I could if I could go that far. Um, the all new Wolverine is blowing it up oh, as far as I'm yeah, concerned. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do um, too. I I didn't expect it to be what it is. Uh, I still think Extraordinary X-Men is going to be enormous for this year. Uh, surprisingly enough, Sam Wilson, Captain America, is great, great, great. Um, and you know what? Copperhead. Yeah. If, you, if you haven't been reading stuff, Copperhead's a great book to check out that you don't have to be very, very caught up in, in any kind of... Uh, a genre to enjoy. Yeah, it's its own thing. It's a space western, basically. So if you liked Firefly, granted, not quite as thick a cast, but similar idea for being space western, not for being a ship in space doing things. Yeah. I'm going to stop. It's good. There you <laughs> go. Brought you another one? Uh, well, I haven't read any of Thor, but from what I've seen from hearing from you guys and seeing on all those lists that that was one that made it. Oh, yeah. The current current Thor is great. Like, it's... Jason Aaron's awesome. Like, even the run we did before this one, Thor Got a Thunder, awesome. I did read parts of that, and I really liked that one. Yeah. yeah. Same dude. Same guy writing Star Wars. Like it's, yeah. Yeah, both, both those series are great. Thor Got a Thunder, if you, if you haven't checked that one out, you really should. It's, it's really good. And you could read that without having to worry about reading anything else. Just the way it's built, it's awesome. Current girl Thor, awesome too. So no, mm-hmm. no problems there. I don't know. I think uh, Batman sixty six I loved a lot too, just because of what it is. Oh yeah. I know it's not everybody's cup of tea because it's it's Batman sixty six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you, if you expect it to be anything other than Adam West and Batman sixty six, you might be disappointed. But if that's what you came there for, you're gonna love it because it, it feels just like that episode. It, it, it does. Even with the new characters, they introduce Poison Ivy, yeah. Harley Quinn, Bane. Yeah, awesome. That's one of the really cool things. They even did an uh, issue with uh, Lord Deathman. Yeah, from Lord Deathman. Batman. Yeah, they're, they're, they're in their second miniseries. They did a miniseries with the Green Hornet, which if you're a Kevin Smith fan, he he's responsible for that, which, you know, is whatever. Yeah. Um, and then the new one is Man from Uncle, which I haven't got to read yet because it just came out maybe two weeks ago. Um, so that one should be fun, too. It's a Batman 66 and Man from Uncle crossover. And if you don't know, the TV series is initially... Man from Uncle was a lot more serious as a show, mm. and then because of Batman sixty six, its popularity, it became a little more silly. Oh, that's and funny. then after sixty six ended, it went back to being serious. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> so yeah, it was affected by Batman sixty six without the movie being connected in any way at all, save or being around the same time frame. Anyway, it should be. I, I think it'll be interesting. But yeah, the Batman sixty six run, I, I thought it was great. I mean, art was Mike Allred, who I can take or leave most of the time. Awesome, great. I would say he he fit though for the. Oh yeah, that's for, for what was going on. Yeah, he totally fit. Mm. 
awesome, good, great series. I mean, I wish, I wish it was still going as a regular, but I get it being what it is. Yeah. And if they do minis from now on, okay, awesome. It's just crazy to me that Batman sixty six became a thing, and that <laughs> right, yeah, that we're even getting new comics and introducing new Batman characters in that old style, and yeah, right. It's a crazy thing that, in general, but yeah, it's definitely definitely worth a read. I mean, it's if you have any love for the for the sixty six series at all, you'll enjoy it. Like, I know I don't know if I have any others that I think are. I mean, there's so many good books out there, but like. Books in general that I say from this year to try to read, those would be the ones I'd say get 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 one trade, give yeah. it a go. I mean, revival's great too, and still crazy every issue. So if you haven't read that one, I know the image first issue is a buck. Try it out; it's fantastic. Tim Seeley's great. Right. That's that's all I got. I don't know. That's yeah. it. That's good. Do you want do you want to do a real quick run of maybe books you're looking forward to in 2016? You got a couple. So it doesn't drive too much longer for these poor <laughs> bastards listening to us. Well, they just started the Street Fighter story, and I'm super excited about that I because I love Street Fighter. So that's definitely one to look forward to. I'm really curious to see how Miles is going to be in, in Spider-Man. I, I just, I, I gotta know. I've, I've not followed Miles before, but he's going to be in the regular universe. I have to know now. Um... Black Science for our, our good buddy Mike, who's not here. He's loved that series. East to West, which is fantastic. I wish I would have been able to put that in to the top five. But both of those books are incredible, and I'm really looking forward to Old Man Logan's standalone as well. Okay. Uh, Ross? Well, the Batman Ninja Turtles crossover. Right. I keep yes. reading that one. That one's going to be really good. Um. I've been really liking the Guardians of the Galaxy and the Marvel spacey stuff in right. general recently. So keep watching all that. And then we're going to have a Scooby-Doo Aquaman crossover oh, man. in the near future. So that's like right up my alley, but probably right. no one else is. <laughs> crossover fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Craig? The same hope I have every year, Steve. That the Red Star will come back. Oh. <laughs> man, that's a... It could happen. You never know. Yeah, Badger is going to come back. Not to say that you should watch for that, because I have no hopes for Badger. Yeah. You know how much of a fan you are of the Badger. It's not much. It's not much. <laughs> Gloom and doom, mister. Gloom I, I do doom. think Curtis liked Badger, though. At, at one point? At one point. So. At one point, it could regain the glory, the power, and the glory. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> no. Just to stop. They live. Uh, he's, he's right. They well, and they live is awesome though. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, um, I would say Luke Cage and Power Power, power Iron Fist, Luke Cage. No, Iron Fist, Power Man. Yes. Boom. There you go. Sanford Green, fantastic artist. I'm super stoked about that one because he just the random pictures we've seen and the random blurbs that have come out about it, it sounds super fun. Yeah. So I think it'll. Be, I don't know. I hope. Hopefully, it's. I think it'll be awesome. And we saw it as his Christmas picture. Oh yeah, he movie. put out. He posted a. Sanford threw up a, a Christmas picture um, of D- Danny and uh, and uh, and Luke, and Danny's hounding him about saying it, and then Luke's like, "Ah, oh, sweet Christmas." It's hilarious. It's just so funny. That's yeah, I good. think that thing will be fantastic. Um, I'm super stoked for it. Mm. Uh, yeah, I was, I was actually, I just finished up the, uh, 
the Runaways, that Sanford. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did the tours for it, yeah. Which is fantastic. It was a great, great story, by the way, so... Yeah, it was fun. The Runaways for Secret Wars, Mm -hmm. good. I I know the look of him. At first, I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't know. I don't know, but his scar and his Bucky are fantastic. And Jubilee, I, I don't think I've cared about her as much... (laughs) <laughs> as I did in that story since since the nineties. So like yeah, he just he just knocked it out. So even though I'm a little I'm a little scared at how how, how my boy Iron Man Fist looks I I think the book's gonna be fantastic. So Yeah, I think it'll be great. I think I once it's once it's so. going I'm just gonna love it so Yeah, I think it'll be good. Uh, I should really watch that one. We're gonna have the new uh, Deadpool which I think will be would be cool too. I mean Deadpool's pretty much on the high roll anyway because we got the movie coming out in February, so like at this point, anything yeah, Deadpool is too gonna... bad that movie looks terrible. Oh, man, that's... that's totally not the character at all. Oh, Craig, you... Also... <laughs> Which ghost is he supposed to be? Why didn't man. they sew up his mouth? Oh, God. They make is... him shoot lasers out of his eyes. There has been at least one person who's confused about that, and to them, you know... I... I, I don't know what to tell him. Change you know? is terrible. Now they're changing him from the uh, character that everybody loved in the Wolverine movie, which everybody loved, and now they're <laughs> making him this travesty. Arg. I was going to tell you, if they really like that version, there's a movie you could watch. It's called Wolverine Origin. Uh, it's not, <laughs> the rest of it's good, but the Deadpool parts are questionable. Ah, yeah, there's, there's there's that, I guess. And plus it's rated R, so hopefully most of them won't be able to see it until it, it comes home, and then they'll be able to accept that he's All right, you yeah. know, regular Deadpool instead of there's that. Bracket Pool. I wonder there. where they got the brilliant <laughs> idea to take the perfect actor, Ryan Reynolds, and sew his mouth shut, because that's what everybody wants them to do, right? You know, I, I kind of hope that Bracket Pool is in the movie. <laughs> uh, just as a knockoff? Or? Well, you know, there's there's a great possibility that that Deadpool could be just an amalgam of all those pieces and not actually Wade Wilson. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So, you're, go, you're going for a Deadpool versus Deadpool thing. It could happen. <laughs> He's the main okay. villain in the end. Yeah, I find it unlikely because the man couldn't talk. So, how's he going to plan <laughs> anything? No. So, but, but He's I got laser the, beams in his eyes. He can do anything, by What's his face? Dolph, uh, Darth Maul. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Dolph Lundgren there for a second. Yeah. Like, nah. He's a little tall. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Ray Parks? Yeah. Ray Parks. Yeah, he's, okay. he's into motion capture, right? Yeah. Ray Parks. He doesn't is, have to talk. He, Ray Parks is amazing. He's a badass. As long as he doesn't have to talk. Yeah, see, yeah. I say you just have Ryan Reynolds do both of them. Yeah, there you go. Double paycheck, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> We've done it before. I mean, I've seen Van Damme versus Van Damme, unless Van Damme had to kill the other Van Damme after the film. <laughs> oh, my and then, God. And then resurrect him for the next double film that they did. Amazing. And then death again. <laughs> there could be only is, one. There could be only one oh Van Damme. Oh, my God, man. Van Damme is just so awesome. He's full of Van Damage. I think he that's can a different play guy. Two actually. people at the same time. Well, I'll not. give you that being the truth. Van Damme and Van Damage are two separate people. Uh, Van Damage works in the more X-oriented type world. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's a different thing. Uh, you should, yeah. Quite I don't know what's going on case. anymore. <laughs> then there's a, well, then yeah, that's that's enough for that. Uh, so hey, uh, happy New Year, y'all. Is that there's there's one you forgot. There's one I forgot. What's that? Rom the Space Knight. Oh my God! How did I forget Rom the Space Knight uh, coming coming back from the dead? 
man, how did I forget? Thank God if somebody's on par. And <laughs> over here with the damn Deadpool nonsense and the <laughs> weird Van Damme weirdness. <laughs> yes, everyone around the Space Night is coming back through IDW. He'll have a uh, book come out during Free Comic Book Day. So, uh, tell your retailer you want it because uh, it's Rom and he's freaking awesome. And the cover looks great. The interiors yep. should be awesome, at least on that one. I don't know who's going to work on the regular series. He's not a Transformer, thank God. Ah, <laughs> yes. Not that that would have been bad, but you know. No, it would have been bad. Transformers themselves are fine. Rom is not a Transformer. That's Steve true. hates Transformers. That's not the truth. Rom is a Space Knight <laughs> with two fingers. He's a Space Knight and a badass. <laughs> I don't know how I missed that. Ross, something's wrong with me. <laughs> okay, so that that uh, that's it then. Okay, yep, that's it. At least one person pays attention. Thank God. <laughs> I think. Yeah, uh, nah, should be the stinger. Yeah, no. Nah. All right. Uh, so the key. The key. The key. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New Year. New Year.